Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hiya, and welcome to Fetch, Chase, Eat, Sleep, Repeat, the podcast that chronicles the adventures of two new puppy parents. I'm one of them, Hannah Jones. And I'm the other, Karen Price. We are the podcasting duo from teamdogs.co.uk who take a sideways look at how to thrive with the puppies in our lives. In each episode, we are joined by special guests from all walks of life who tell us about the dogs in their families. From glitzy ballrooms to farms, famous cobbles to ordinary homes, our wonderful guests offer us their top tips and stories about puppy parenthood. This week, we welcome Coronation Street actress Samia Longshabon to the podcast. Viewers of the ITV soap will know Samia as Maria Connor, who has been a part of Weatherfield life for over 20 years. So sit! Down or find out whether we are barking mad about our puppies. Oh dear God, life brin and sags. In fetch, chase, eat, sleep, repeat. Like poo bags, you should never leave home without us. Fetch, chase, eat, sleep, repeat. Brought to you by Poochum Mutt, the health food company for dogs. Well, at my mother's the other day, Karen, right? And she said to me, have you got psoriasis up your arms? I went, what, what, what do you want? What do you mean? But, right, my arms are covered in red bite marks from that bugger brin biting me like I'm some kind of squeaky toy. Do you have the same trouble? Sugs isn't too bitey when it comes to me or other humans. And he's not too bad with furniture. The only the only thing in the house that he's damaged is Chris's phone. But that's Chris's fault because he left it on the settee. And of course, Suggs is going to think it's a toy. So it's his fault, not Suggs. But yesterday, I caught him at the top of the stairs and I thought, he's really quiet. What's he, what's he doing? And he's chewing hell out of the banister. His teeth really sinking into it. Do you know what I mean? Loving it. He was biting away. Like, Loving um, the banister. Yeah. Luckily, it's the old one, which we are going to replace. But, you know. Yeah, but you can't just throw in, that's the old banisters, like Karen, two banisters. I mean, how many banisters a girl got for a dog to chew, Karen? <laughs> well, two the, banisters if... price. <laughs> Well, we're getting rid of it to get to get a new one, a nice new shiny one, which we'd planned on doing before getting Suggs. And of course, we've got the old one there now, so it's not too bad him chewing it. But yeah, he was really making a meal of it. So yeah, he's got loads of toys, but for some reason, he always tends to go for, you know, something that's not 
a toy, totally like kids. Like when we were doing the the new the decoration in the living room, he was pulling bits of the old skirting board away and chomping on that. You know, he just loves chomping on rubbish, basically. Well, obviously not you, though, because I think you're probably a bit on the thin side, you know, whereas he chomps on me and he thinks, oh, look at that piece of Prime Valley's meat. I'm going to dig my teeth into that big style but it's like when you when you hear parents isn't it talking about like what they bought the kids for christmas and they said i spent this on lego i spent this on a wendy house i got them a car i got them the lot and what did they play with the cardboard box that it came in so same with Bryn. so he either bites me or the skirting board or a random piece of shit on the floor that he just picks up and sniffs and puts in his mouth the other day it was a pigeon carcass. I tell you what, I'm still drive even at the thought now. And when I went, I shouldn't really say this, but frankly, I'm going to. The other morning when I went to pick up his poo from outside, it had feathers in. I just oh. leave that there, Karen. <laughs> Do you know what, our dog, so um, he loves going down the beach and he also found a seagull carcass the other day oh. and we managed to get it off him. <clears throat> it was just the bones, luckily. Every day then for about three days in a row, he would find that same carcass and then yesterday he found like a fish and he went running onto the beach and he came back and I thought oh he's got a big stick in his mouth and I looked closely and it was basically a dead fish (laughs) so they are they are disgusting creatures to be honest the things they put in their mouths you know I just I just look at him and think you are disgusting and we're there trying to feed him you know really good dog food in the house and I look after what I give him but then when he's outdoors he'll just have anything I think the new motto of this program is now dogs love them but what disgusting creatures What, Hen? I know that you're beyond excited about this week's guest, aren't you? Because you're a massive fan of Coronation Street, so tell us who it is then. Absolutely. I've been watching Corrie since I was knee-high, and our next guest has been a regular fixture on our screens, certainly mine anyway, appearing on those famous cobbles for more than 20 years now. Millions of people know her as Maria Connor, and we are delighted to welcome actress Samia Longchabon onto the podcast. So dogs have been with you for forever, even on Corrie, isn't it? Can I stumbled upon your, your first scene? Was it 20 years ago? 21, yeah. 21? Can you remember, remember what your first word was? Um, I think it was something about talking to dogs. Uh, um, it was something cobblers. About cobblers, oh, there we go. <laughs> but it was, though, about talking to dogs. I think you said something like, there's nothing wrong with talking to dogs, but you're a real nutcase, really, if you start talking to plants. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, very good. (laughs) I agree, though. I talk to Ralph all the time. He's my best mate. What do you say to him, then? I mean, is it just non-stop talking or was it just oh yeah come here how are you oh no we we even put a voice on pretending that ralph can talk to us which the kids find hilarious ralph has actually got his own voice and um yeah it's quite quite high pitched we do we do ralphie voice oh please do it what's a ralph oh god no i couldn't i couldn't oh he says mommy do ralph voice do ralph voice I'm a massive fan, as I said, um, Samir, earlier, and remember Maria's gorgeous dog, Ozzy. Um, the scenes of his death in 2016 after he was diagnosed with cancer were truly heartbreaking. And you've oh. previously said that they are the saddest scenes that you've ever filmed. Just how hard was it to film those emotional scenes with an animal? Oh, my gosh, it was awful. It was so sad because 
we were really close to Ozzy anyway. He was called Ozzy in real life as well to because mm. we had him from being a pup in the show. So um and his owner called him Ozzy because we were calling him Ozzy in the show. And um yeah, he, he was with us the whole time, his whole life really. And and actually he, he passed away not long after. Um I think it was oh. about a year after he got poorly. Um so I think he was probably nearly eleven. And it was just, it was so sad because we were actually saying goodbye to Ozzy as well because he wouldn't have been coming into work anymore either. And I think that those scenes were like the easiest ones for me to cry. Like, you know, some, sometimes mm. you get crying scenes and you're like, you have to like set yourself up for it and think of something really sad. But actually I didn't have to think of anything other than the actual scene and, and what was happening to make me go into floods of tears. It was really sad. Oh, there have been plenty of dogs, haven't there, over the years in Corrie? I mean, as well as Ozzy, we've had Eccles, Schmeichel, Peanut, and now David. Monica. What a name for a dog. <laughs> David the dog, he's so cute. He's called Pepe in real life. <laughs> Pepe? Yeah. I like that name, actually, Pepe. It's great. I know a dog called Gary, actually. Our neighbours have a spaniel, like our spaniel, but called That's Gary. It's hilarious. I love that. Ace. But yeah, so Ozzy, Eccles, Schmeichel, Peanut, and now David. Corrie really has had loads and of dogs. And you've got to, you can't forget Monica. Monica was the dog who Tyrone had, how we met. Oh, how can <laughs> Monica I was Monica? the greyhound. God, I've forgotten all about Monica. Monica was called Monica after the skinny one in Friends, apparently, Tyrone oh, said. Oh, cool. After the Brilliant. skinny one in Friends. Which has been your favourite, though, Ozzy aside? Um. Oh, gosh. I think Eccles was cute. Eccles was a cute Corrie dog and David the dog is just brilliant. I think the fact that he's called David just makes it even better. He's great. <laughs> it's great though, isn't it? When people call them by um, proper names. My, my husband jokes with me that I grew up with animals and it was kind of like catchphrase. You kind of name them, say what you see. So a cat was black, sooty. I had a Shetland <laughs> pony, shorty. I, had, I, lived in a, I lived in a pub called The Castle. So the dog was called Tudor. Do you know what I mean? Ginger was ginger. And I literally had a cat that had a head like the size of a football that was called Ed like a football. But so so real names apart from like Fluffy and Sweetie, that's great, isn't it? How did you come up with, with Ralph? It was funny. My son had been saying he wanted to get a dog and I'm sure we'll talk about it in, in a bit, but um, we'd lost our dog, Sonny, who was my Maltese and the first dog that I had owned. And we'd lost Sonny like, nearly three years before we got Ralph and after Sonny died I was like I can't get another dog we can't go through it again and me and my husband were like apart from my dad dying it's the saddest thing that's ever happened and we were devastated he really you know was part of the family very much so and then um, I started to think oh I, I want another dog like a couple of years down the line I was like oh the house feels empty without a dog and and my son bless him he's five you say, I really want a dog, I really want a dog. And my daughter's got a dog at her dad's house when she goes there. Um, but still, she was like, yeah, mum, let's get a dog, let's get another dog. And then I'd, I found Ralph, he was a puppy. I got in touch with a lady called Alison who'd been been messaging me saying that the puppies are, are, are here, so if you're interested, these are what they're like and sending me pictures and stuff. And my son just randomly said, when we get a dog, I want to call him Ralph. And, and we decided that we, we would have Ralph and he was a boy. So my husband was like, right, that's it then. We call Ralph. And it's actually, we asked him why. We said, why, why do you want to call him Ralph? And it was after a character on Horrid Henry. 
Oh, that's brilliant. He, he loves watching Horrid Henry. So I think Ralph is one of the naughty boys on Horrid Henry or something. So that's why Ralphie's called Ralph. <laughs> that's brilliant. Well, ours is called Suggs after my other half's true love of his life, Suggs from Madness. Brilliant. So uh, yeah, great. we've got Suggsy. He's brought me his ball now. Oh, hello, Ralphie. I love the fact that that ball is bigger than his mouth. Yeah, oh, yeah. It poses no problem for Ralph, though. No, no. So, both Hannah and me are new puppy parents. I've told you about Suggs, and Hannah's got little Bryn, who you've seen. I waited years to get Suggs, and he's my first pet. Ralph, you mentioned you got after Sunny. How important was it for you? like you say, to, to get to get Ralph? And did you get him during lockdown? Or when, when did he actually become part of your family? When did you decide, you know, it was right to extend your family before and get a new fur baby? As I say, I found Ralph through a lady who had recently had multi-poo pups. And I couldn't resist, like, she's got this Instagram page and it's just like, the puppies are just adorable. And I kept showing Sylvain and he was like, nope, nope, we're not getting another one, we're not getting another one. And then by the time I actually showed him Ralph, she sent me a video. I was like, come on, just send me a video. I was at work that day when I got the video and I sent it to Sylvain. And then I actually got all the girls in Corrie. I went in the green room. I was like, girls, look at this puppy. It's gorgeous. I really want it. Sylvain won't let me have it. And then they all recorded they all got together and recorded a message saying, Sylvan, don't be tight. Get Sammy the puppy. Oh, it's gorgeous. And then I rang him and he was like, right, okay, you bullied me into it. We can have it. <laughs> but oh, now we wouldn't be without him. He's like, he's soft as anything with Ralph. <laughs> Why didn't he want him though? My husband didn't want one because he's, he's asthmatic. And I always say to him, look, that's what your pumps are for. Just literally suck on that a bit harder. That'll get rid of your asthma. And he goes, don't be so ridiculous. But I suppose like Ralph, he's because Ralph is a multi-poo and they non, I always want to say shedding, but a shred, is it shredding? Shedding? I never know what it is, but. Yeah, they don't, they don't, they don't molt. Um, yeah, they don't molt. Yeah, he, he never loses hair. So why didn't your husband want one then? Was it because of, well, I, I don't know, you tell us. What what was it? It was just because of everything we went through with Sonny. Sonny mm. was so poorly before we had to say goodbye to him. And it really genuinely was heartbreaking. It was devastating for us. And neither of us will forget that day when we had to take him to the vets and, and say goodbye to him. It was horrendous. And, and that day, Sylvan was just like, this is it now. We can't get another dog. We can't put ourselves through this again because you love them so much. It's just heartbreaking when when that happens. But but actually, I after you know a couple of years without having a dog, I said to Sil, it's, it's because we love them so much because they're so amazing that we get so sad when we have to say goodbye and we and should have have them in our lives because they bring us so much joy and they they're such a part of the family. So and and also for the kids, it's so nice for them to have a dog around the house to grow you know grow up with with having a dog and having a pet and and knowing the responsibilities of looking after a pet and, you know, experiencing that. I think it's really important. Do they treat him like a little brother? Because I've got a stepdaughter who's 10 and she comes around and um, she absolutely adores Suggs and she spends the whole time she's here TikToking with him. So Suggs has got his own TikTok account, which I'm not on TikTok. I haven't got a clue. And then apparently my dog <laughs> is followed by about 250 people. But she absolutely adores <laughs> him. I know, it's bonkers. But she adores him. and That's so spends funny. The whole yeah, time... Freya does TikToks with Ralph all the time. He's on all sorts of weird TikToks. Um, on her account she she even jokes that he's got his own woofer gram 
she's got this whole thing in her head that Ralph Ralph does his own woofagram. <laughs> it's crazy. What's a woofagram? It's nothing. Freya's just made oh. it. Oh my god! Someone copyright that. Karen, get on the phone to Dragon's Den straight away if you don't mind. <laughs> a woofagram. I mean, it does sound great. It's basically Instagram for dogs in Freya's world. It's her imagination that Ralph has oh. got lots of followers on Woofagram, which actually, like, now you say it, it actually is a good idea. <laughs> oh my God, it's a thing. I hope they don't use this bit in the podcast so we can literally copyright that, make a fortune, well, just leave home and just have a, a, I don't know, a house full of dogs, Woofagram. <laughs> Karen, <laughs> write it down. I'll write it down now. We're going to do it, Han. We're going to do it. Uh, do you tell do you tell the kids though that they you know they've got to take a responsibility because sometimes you hear don't you about well, I've said that they'll have a dog but I've told them they've got to walk it every day they've got to feed it they've got to clean up the poo yeah I mean what about your two what what kind of chores have they had around it or or do you end up and your husband doing it all we do everything but some days <laughs> like the, the kids will be wanting to like stay at home and be on their iPads or whatever you know whatever they're doing at home and we're like come on Ralph he needs a walk and like oh we don't want to walk him, we want to stay at home. Like, no, come on, this is what it is. When you've got a dog, you've got to walk him. So it's a good reason to get the kids out and about as well. <laughs> that sounds like our house. It is. It's like, yeah. I don't want to go for a walk, it's raining. You've got yeah. to go. You know, yeah. we've got a dog now. But she does clean out his, we've got like a little kennel under the stairs that my other half built. That's her job to clean that out. But but oh. for some reason, she's still loving it. Yeah, at the minute she cleans out the kennel, gets the wet oh, wipes yeah. out and everything. So that's good that, that is really that's good st- yeah she's still doing well there could you actually go on a walk right with a dog and not be disturbed because of who you are and people recognizing you I mean I, I'm just wondering how easy it is to actually go out for a walk with because I've seen pictures of you and they'll go Samia walking with a dog in Wimslow or, or wherever it is or you know so people are papping you but how yeah. easy is it to do that and just enjoy it for the for the sake of just joining it you know you know, when when we go kind of off grid a bit, and we we live close to the countryside, so we go, we tend to like do nice country walks. But sometimes, yeah, like if I go into Wilmslow to like Freya always wants to go and get Starbucks, so we, we go into Wilmslow, and unfortunately, yeah, where we live, there's a lot of paparazzi who who just hang around because I think a lot of the footballers live close by and things like that so it does get a bit annoying like I go out dressed in my scruffs and no makeup on and then the next thing that's I see on you know online that there's there's pictures of us up that's that's a bit frustrating <laughs> when you're not looking your best and you think oh great <laughs> but no it, every, everyone's really lovely where we live I think the novelty has definitely worn off <laughs> hey Karen have you ever been hungry Hangry? What do you mean by hangry? You know, when you're so hungry you become a little bit tired and teasy or a little bit hungry. Well, I do love my food, so I suppose I have, Han, actually. But it's because, isn't it, sometimes you just need good mood food, which has got to be the same for dogs. Our podcast pals, Pucha Matt, have created an enhanced series of natural meals, treats and saps. They use hypoallergenic recipes that are approved by vets to give you peace of mind that you're doing right by them at mealtimes and those special times in between. The recipes, Kat, are also tailored by age. 
It sounds like our dogs are being better fed than us, to be honest with you. My puppy Suggs can sometimes feel anxious. Is there anything they've got that can help him? Yeah, the Calm and Relax range, which is their best seller, and dog owners rave about it. It's been formulated for dogs like your boy, who can be a little bit anxious. Amazing. Where can I find out more about Pooch and Mutt? Visit them at poochandmutt.co.uk. And for our podcast pals, there's a 25% discount across the website. All you've got to do is insert the code podcast pooch and mutt the health food company for dogs i was going to mention samia your hubby is french does this mean you have a bilingual pup do you speak to him in both french and english (laughs) sylvan does yeah he does speak to him in french even pronounces his name differently when he's talking to him in french (laughs) how does he say it Ralph. 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 <laughs> it sounds like a bark, doesn't it? He does. Well, that's what he said when we got Ralph. He was like, it'll be so clever he can say his own name. It's like, Ralph, Ralph, Ralph. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. What's your name? Ralph. <laughs> what, what's Ralph? What's Ralph like as a little person? Because I was re- I've never met a multi poo, right? So my dog is Bryn is he's fourteen weeks old or fifteen weeks old, I can never remember, and that he's a cockapoo. So right. I guess we've got poo relatives, so to speak. Um, yeah. And so as well as being a non shedder shredder, wherever the bloody term is, he's also like a Velcro dog, so you can't go anywhere without him and I absolutely adore that because I love the fact that he loves me do you know what I mean because yeah. I'm really really needy yeah. so it, do you know and um and da- my husband Dal goes oh you can't even go upstairs and I'm like oh yeah it's awful and I love it I just said oh my god he loves me so much so is, is your is your boy like that is he is he like a like a a velcro oh dog he's complete velcro he's absolute velcro he, he sticks to me like glue I can't go anywhere in the house without him and he howls when I leave the house like after lockdown the first lockdown when, when we started leaving the house like when I, I had to go back to work um, my daughter and my husband had sent me videos and pictures of Ralph sat on the stairs looking really sad waiting for me to get home oh. one day he sat oh. behind the door the whole time that I was gone and Freya was facetiming me saying look at him mummy he looks really depressed because you know <laughs> yeah He's got proper separation anxiety. Well, I read that about about him, actually. I read this interview. You were papped somewhere or other and you mentioned in, you know, that he's got sec- separation anxiety. So how do you actually deal with it? Really hard. It, to the point now where when we go out, because he gets so distressed when we leave the house, I take him around to my mum's and my mum just looks after him for us. While when we go out, you know, if we're going out for more than a couple of hours... Um, my mum just has him for us because he really hates being on his own. I think it's an effect of lockdown that because he got so used to us being around um, when we weren't around, he just couldn't deal with it. It was only, he was born in October 2019 and obviously lockdown started in the March. So it was like five months when lockdown started and really he's not been used to us leaving the house from being a puppy. So I think that's probably why it's so bad. So you're you're training Samia to be um, a cognitive behavioural therapist, is that right? Um, Yeah, not so much to be a therapist. I'm doing a course in cognitive behavioural therapy just because I'm really interested in it, having suffered with anxiety for most of my life. I just thought actually it would be quite interesting 
um, God, my mouth keeps trying to open this door and like the state of the playroom behind. It's like I'm trying to hide it from you. You do, you do not need to see that level of untidiness. It's too late. It's too late. I'm telling I'm telling you now. I'm screen grabbing that and I'm selling that to the papers. <laughs> There's so many toys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like the dumping ground for the kids. Yeah, no, I, CBT, I've, I've tried all different kinds of therapies over the years with, to help with anxiety, but... Um, I just, I just was really interested in it, and I thought actually, if I can get a hold on, you know, the actual therapy side of it, it's sort of getting an inside view of how the therapists work and stuff. So it's really interesting. I've had it about six times, to be honest, over the years, and I'm not really sure I could tell you what it is. So, and lots of other types of counselling, really, like books, you know, talking, try to do running, the gym coloring books, decaf yeah, yeah. coffee, weight loss surgery. I've had that pills um and trying to eat my body weight in dairy milk you know kind of abject misery but the (laughs) one thing that someone said to me years ago was when I was going through all that why don't you just talk to your animal and um I didn't have my own dog at the time my parents we've always had dogs or whatever and I can remember just looking at them and it might sound stupid now but just literally spilling my guts out and it was to um it was to a spaniel (laughs) and ever since then I kind of tend to do that because they 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 allow you don't they to get out of your own way yeah definitely definitely they they're always there aren't they with with a helpful ear and whatever you tell your dog is in confidence isn't it (laughs) exactly they can't blab can they yeah exactly Do you do that? Do, do you tell him how you feel? I mean, I know you said that you have like a Ralphie voice, but um, <laughs> yeah. do you or is that, is that too glib a statement? Because to me, it's, you know, it's, it's just really important that that's, that's what we do, that they're just your ultimate confidant. Yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily like tell him how I feel, but I think he can sense if I'm okay or not. Like if I'm having a stressful day or, or whatnot, he can definitely sense it. Yeah, but I don't. I don't sort of use him as my therapist, not at this stage. We've we've had guests talking about how their dogs have helped them through, you know, tough times. Do you think, like you said just now, they pick up, don't they, on how you feel? If you are feeling low or anxious, giving Ralph a big cutch or something, does that really perk you up, basically? You're going to have to explain what a cutch is because... I'm sorry. We don't want somebody to think that that's a chocolate bar or something like that. Do I'm you know what I mean? presuming that a cutch is a cuddle. Oh, yes. yes. You're almost right. Welsh. It is. It okay, is. Yes, right. yes. <laughs> um no yeah I do definitely I think dog dogs are really therapeutic definitely I think that's been proven hasn't it people with suffering with depression and anxiety the symptoms can be helped by cuddling the dogs <laughs> definitely and I think I'm, what I'm one of the things I missed after we lost Sunny was going for walks as well because that's kind of just getting out having a reason every day to go for a walk and get some fresh air I think that alone lifts your mood and when you've got a dog you have to do that no matter what you have to go out every day and I think it does really help the mind as well to do that totally my my step count has gone up to something like eighty five thousand every week now since wow. having Suggs. It's, it's amazing you know yeah. because obviously you do have to take him regularly even if you are feeling like like you say oh my god I can't be bothered but once you yeah. get out there suddenly your your mood lifts doesn't it and and you're getting fresh air oh, exercise yeah. and and all of that. Yeah, I th- I think for like having a dog for me, it's about it's about caring for someone that's not me because I don't have kids like 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 you or Karen's got a stepdaughter. So Suggs literally is my reason for getting out of the house every day because I I'd probably never want to go out to be honest because I'm home. Do you mean Bryn? I think, oh, 
What, what did I say? You just said sex. That's my dog. Oh, I don't want yours, Carl. Thank you very much. I don't want. I don't want yours because like, he, he's a little bugger. I'll I'll stick my hand back. So grin. Yes, he's beautiful, but, my dog. Yeah, yeah, he is, but he's not mine. So I just I'm just saying, Carl. I'm just saying, mine's a little yeah. bit fluffier. That's all. And not that my dog is better than yours or anything like that. But frankly, <laughs> um, but it make he makes me get out of my own way. I've got to go out. I can't think about it. I can't talk myself out of it. I can't just go, I'd rather stay in the house because I would. That's my default set. And I'd rather be in the house on the settee with him by the side of me. I don't know. I don't know. Eating Brazil nuts or something and giving him, you know, some treat. You have to get out your own way and you just have to do it for them. Don't you? It's, it's, it's non-negotiable in a way. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And it's only a good thing getting out and having a walk, even, you know, if you're having a bad day and you're feeling low, I think just getting out in the in the fresh air um, will definitely boost your mood. So you've had a couple of dogs. Obviously, you've had so many dogs on the cobbles that you've uh, worked with. Hannah and I are brand new puppy parents. So have you got tips for us? I don't know. I think it's really hard when you first bring a dog home when when they're puppies because you sort of you don't know the dog, you don't know their personalities and everything, so you don't know what they'll need. I think we we struggled with Ralph at first because he'd been sort of weaned, been in a in a crate, you know, the crate training and stuff like that. And the lady we got him after said, you know, keep him in the crate, lock the crate at night, put the blanket over him, he'll be fine. He wasn't. <laughs> he was howling and crying every single night and I like when my kids were born I couldn't leave them crying it I just can't do it I've not got it in me so after a couple of weeks he was in the bedroom with us and now he's literally on the bed with us that's where he sleeps every night (laughs) so I think you've just got to kind of do whatever works for you as a puppy parent some dogs are fine in the crate but for us with Ralph he he wants to be near us all the time and that's fine by us he's he's no trouble he's he's all right he has he has his bed at the side of our bed and he always starts the night in there, but we always wake up in the morning and he's like at the foot of the bed and he's jumped on the bed in the night. <laughs> it's like our third child. They are, aren't they? They're just like your children. My, my other half is like, I can't believe how like besotted you are with him. And I do, I talk to him like a, a little child, you know, but um, I've said to Hannah before, I'd hate people to hear what I say to Suggs, you know, when we're walking along or whatever, the chats I have with him. It's just ridiculous. So Sabia, we all know that while Maria is terrible at choosing men, she was a brilliant kennel maid and dog mam to Aussie. But what sort of dog mam are you away from the cobbles? So Han, it's time to get the cameras rolling for this bit of the dog pod we call Posh Paws Corner. Right, we're going to put some questions to you. Quick fire questions, see what kind of dog mam you are. Ready? I'm going to fire them at you. The hardest thing that you've done since learning your last script. Ready? Ready. Collar or harness? Collar. Crate or couch? Couch. Yeah, you've answered that. I should have said, shouldn't I? Bed or crate? <laughs> <laughs> mountain walk or beach stroll? Um, mountain walk, probably. But he likes the beach as well. That's a tricky one. Designated areas or run of the house? Run of the house. <laughs> Puppy classes or YouTube videos? YouTube videos. Mm. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Tyrone or Gary? Oh, wow. Um, I've got to say Gary, he's a current husband. <laughs> current. France or Weatherfield? France. Sorry, Weatherfield. It's sunnier. Finally, my dog, Ralph, is... Is... Oh, gosh. My dog, Ralph, is... Oh, crikey. My fur baby. 
Oh, it certainly is. Oh, thank you so much. It's been absolute brilliant to talk to you. And I just wanted to thank you as well for your emails that you sent to me. So friendly and we we just couldn't wait. Thank you so much. Oh, bless you. Well, it's it's been really lovely. It's been actually really nice chatting about Ralph instead of me, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's been lovely. So thank you for having me. Oh no, it's been lovely meeting you. I'll be watching you now on the telly tonight. Friday oh, night, I'll, Corey. I'll try, I'll try and give you a wink. Fetch, chase, eat, sleep, repeat. Brought to you by Pooch and Mutt, the health food company for dogs. Wasn't she lovely? You think you know one person because of the character she plays, but it's been really nice to see the real Samir Longchevon. And of course, you can see her on Coronation Street every Monday, Wednesday and Friday on ITV. That's all we've got time for this week on Fetch, Chase, Eat, Sleep, Repeat. If you want to hear more from other puppy parents like us, don't forget to check out the website teamdogs.co.uk. Fetch, Chase, Eat, Sleep, Repeat is a Team Dogs podcast and a laudable production presented by me, Karen Price. And me, Hannah Jones. It was produced by Daniel J. McLaughlin. It's available on all major podcasting platforms, including Spotify and Apple. I'm off to watch back-to-back episodes of Corrie just to see all those dogs.